Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Dr. Marisol. And Dr. Marisol is a world leader renowned for her passion for cleansing and gut health, not only because she has the degree on the wall, but more so because she experienced feeling shitty and figured out the hierarchy on how to get healthy. Crowned the queen of the thrones for over 15 years, she has trained and educated healthcare practitioners and has helped thousands of patients transition from shit show to owning their throne. Dr. Marisol directs and practices at Sanus Health Practice in Canada, has spearheaded Pure Sanus Health Supplements and invented the Queen of Thrones organic castor oil pack and line of products. The launch of her first books, Oh Shit, her educational conferences and programs heralds her championing you to become your legend. Join her movement and help her to achieve her goal of being in 1 billion bathrooms by 2020. We can do it. So what do betrayal and your bowels have in common? You're about to learn from my friend, Dr. Marisol, the queen of the thrones. Your digestive system and how it functions is such a clear indicator of how you're digesting information, how you're holding on or letting go, and how an unhealed trauma, even from decades ago, is showing up as Crohn's disease, diverticulitis, and more. If you're struggling with any kind of digestive issue, you are going to love this episode. Here we go. Okay, everybody, we have Dr. Marisol, the Queen of Thrones today. And yes, we will tie this into betrayal. We're going to be talking about, because you know, so many digestive issues and all kinds of other issues happen because of betrayal. Well, we have the Queen who's going to tell us all about it. So welcome, Dr. Marisol. Thank you so much, Daddy. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so admire what you do. It's such an important thing for women out there who have had trust issues, right? Like I'm super stoked to be here and help. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And I have to tell you, I remember Dr. Marisol spoke um, and she did this presentation on poop. And it was just the most entertaining, enlightening, like it really opens up your eyes to just digestion and how closely tied our digestive system is to our levels of stress and, and everything like that. So I want to dive into all of that today. Let's do it. Yeah. It's so, you know, I always look at people look at digestion and they like to compartmentalize it and they say, oh, hey, you know what? You're just not pooping right. You're constipated. No big deal. Nothing else. It's just the food that you're eating, but it really isn't. You know, our gut is so interconnected with our brain. There's tons of research now about the gut brain connection. And then on top of that as well too, the gut is known as the second brain because it actually is the only organ system that can actually work on its own via a sensory stimulus, like pressure, uh, sensation, uh, whether uh, something is toxic or not. So it's, it's an incredible organ system. And one that I also call is very sensitive. It's probably the most sensitive of organs, right? You know, it is what I often tell patients and tell people is that the gut is the hub and the interconnection of all of our systems in our body, right? We have our hormonal system. uh, We have our our nervous system, which is our stress factor. And in women who've had trust issues, that's a big area that has been compromised. And then we also have our immune system and everything meets within the gut. So if you've had a severe stress, uh, such as what your people are dealing with mm-hmm. consistently, right? Any kind of severe stress will knock out all of those systems because the gut is where all those systems meet. And in order for the body to be balanced, they all have to be in a certain state, right? So any kind of stressor, emotional, physical, will 
completely run down the digestive system. And tell us how that works, because I have to tell you, you know, I have that quiz and and everybody, if you haven't taken the quiz, take it. It's to see to what level you're struggling with post-betrayal syndrome. Mm. But the number one physical complaint after, you know, extreme fatigue and, you know, exhaustion and sleeplessness, Mm. all that kind of stuff is a digestive issue. And it's not picky. It could be Crohn's, diverticulitis. Mm. Um, It could just be acid reflux, constipation, diarrhea. So, but that was something, first of all, in my study, I saw that constantly. Um, And then that's something that I see all the time on the quiz responses. So why is it that, how, how does that work? Like, why is the gut so interconnected with, because I see it, it's like betrayal, gut issues. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I look at back at my life and that's probably where a lot of my uh, digestive issues, because that's what brought me to become the queen of thrones as a naturopathic doctor was that, you know, I had issues with trust. Like there had been a, a cheating between my father and my mother and, you know, which left me in the middle and I felt my father had cheated on, on myself you know, years later, it turns out that wasn't the situation. But at the time, when you're dealing with losing that trust from those those father figures or that husband or what have you, like it, it completely affects your life and your gut. The, th- the thing is this, is that our digestion isn't just about digesting food, right? Like, yes, we eat this sandwich, we eat this pasta, we eat this, what have you. But it's actually, it ma- it's a manifestation of how we are digesting our lives mm. it, it, all over the, from like how we're dealing with our relationships, how people are coming at us, how we're feeling, you know, their sensations towards us, all those things. Our digestion is going to manifest exactly how we are digesting our lives. And if we're in a state where we've been hurt, damaged, um, you know, we, we felt disempowered, you know, we have lost our ability to what I like to say, own our thrones in this world, right. To do the things that we're meant to do here on, on a regular basis. If we've lost that ability because someone has crushed that for us, and then we've allowed them to crush it in ourselves then our digestion will be completely off. So that, that is the, the number one factor. And all those conditions, Deb, that you were talking about, acid reflux, Crohn's, mm-hmm. colitis, you know, they all start with, they all begin within the same seed. It's all a, dis, a functional dysregulation of the digestive system. And just depending on how long that trauma has been going on in your body, that the stress has been affecting your gut, you're just going to have a stronger and stronger, stronger manifestation of a digestive problem. So those people who have Crohn's, as an example, you know, they have probably have layers of trauma throughout their lives. So, you know, maybe they've had trauma when they were younger, a parent, a sibling, a teacher, a coach, you know, a cousin, and then, you know, they get to develop another layer of, of a trauma. Maybe it's a boyfriend, who knows, or then a husband later on. So, you know, they have multiple aspects in their lives where they've had serious trauma and serious stress to the digestive system. And then that'll manifest in the more chronic of, of diseases such as Crohn's, such as colitis. People- so, yeah, so this is so interesting. So, mm-hmm. is so you, what you're saying is the the is it that the digestive issue depends on on how long a trauma is going on? So it would be like let's say, you know, something like constipation or diarrhea is maybe a more minimal, and something like Crohn's or diabetes diverticulitis is more extreme or yeah exactly so it's more it's either more extreme more intensive a trauma multiple layers of different traumas or they just they haven't been resolved so the trauma just stays within the system and just becomes a constant irritant to the body so it's 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 multifactorial always as is the body because we are a complete ecosystem in a complete environment right and so it just depends on you you could have just had 
that one trauma as a child and it'd been severe enough that it had lingered and you know the proper steps weren't taken in order to help resolve the trauma and to work through it. So then that trauma stays with you. And the longer that it stays with you, the more it irritates the body, the gut, and your digestion is off. And that can lead to, you know, depending on your constitution, but that leads to um, more more stronger conditions like things like Crohn's colitis, right? Where an IBS could be, not that that's uh, a, a, an easy uh, condition to deal with, but IBS tends to be more of a functional disorder. So there aren't actually anything lesional. You can't really find anything on labs or, or, or at least that's what's being said. Um, so that condition is something that's a little bit easier to treat and to work with because the layers and the longevity of the trauma isn't underneath the body. It's Whoa, that really is. So yeah. can you give us like a progression of, let's say a trauma that you deal with early, maybe it's just one type of digestive issue, but something that's much longer lasting. Like just give us the different digestive disorders yeah. that could show yeah. up like from one level to the next. Super, super. So, you know, like you can start off with the tri- trauma as a child and then suddenly you have constipation of a child, right? And as you know, so that that continues, the constipation isn't ever resolved. And then another layer of trauma would come on and suddenly you now have alternating constipation between diarrhea, right? Because your stress mechanisms are no longer able to manage them. Constipation, on a side note, is actually our ability to not let go. In oh, traditional wow. Chinese medicine, yeah. So it's, and it's a very emotional uh, state of being, you know, depression is associated with constipation. Thyroid problems are associated with constipation, the inability to let go. So if you're holding on to the trauma, your body will just hold on to your stools as well too. And then if you hold on to it for too long, eventually your body starts to force quit. That's what I say, you know, so your body, and this is, this is exactly my case scenario as a young adult, like from a childhood moving into young adulthood. Um, my first uh, romantic relationship was one very abusive, um, you know, which I dealt with post-traumatic stress disorder um, where I was locked up, you know, I was beaten and it was a really traumatic aspect of my life. But what happened, because I hadn't dealt with my constipation as a young woman, then later on into my life, what happened was an irritable bowel of like a diarrhea type, right? So I would actually alternate back and forth. I would have explosive diarrheas because my stress mechanisms in my body weren't working optimally at all. And they've had years and years, like, you know, 20 years of being already overwhelmed. And then you add that extra layer of stress plus life as an early adult. And then you get, you know, a a, a severe condition. And then I just, you know, and I just want to stop you here because so many people are in this position. And then what they just do is they start medicating or just figuring, you know, let me just try taking this or taking that. But I don't know if they're really looking at it saying this condition here is because of, you know, an unhealed trauma. Yeah, most of the time the emotional aspect isn't uh, looked at by our healthcare professionals. I think now more more than before, it is becoming uh, an awareness point, which is fantastic because you know they're actually using for irritable bowel syndrome as an example. They start to use antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicines to help treat it mm. because it is an emotional condition in, to an extent, right? Um, and it's a, a multifactorial condition and problem that people really have to address. And you really can't go like it goes hand in hand. And for an example, my situation was that I went and I researched and I found out a solution and uh, uh, to, to what my issues were, right? Because I, I didn't want to medicate. I've always felt really bad using medications. They, they never work well in my system. So I needed to find a solution and a recipe in order to fix my, my irritable bowel. And had I let it go on, it w- I would have been medicating. I, it would have become more severe. It, it would have manifested in something later on that isn't something that I want to be dealing with, right? So I was able to 
thankfully, you know, I was in the right circles, learning about naturopathic medicine, decided to become a naturopathic doctor, you know, worked on the protocol, you know, found the best tools that existed to really function, uh, relax the nervous system. And, and those are what my practice developed on was because my pain became my, my point of passion and my, my purpose in my life as well too. Right. And that for all trauma survivors, our trauma uh, you know, really defines who we are as a human being and what our purpose is in this world. Like I was watching last night, uh, two great movies. Uh, one was Coco before she became Chanel, Coco avant Chanel, like Coco Chanel, uh-huh. right? The, the designer. And uh-huh. you know, her entire childhood was that of trauma being abandoned, you know, uh, in an orphanage, right? All, all, all points of trauma. Um, the other, uh, autobiography that I watched last night was Mary Shelley, the, the author of Frankenstein. Oh, wow same situation, all these traumas throughout their childhood, right? But what did it create? It created these amazing works of art. Uh, Frankenstein, you know, that's an amazing uh, literary work. And then we have Coco Chanel, what an incredible designer who changed how fashion was being done. So all these points of trauma in our lives, if we, if we embrace them and we learn how to own our thrones, which is why I say that to people, you know, it's, and it all starts with baby steps is understanding how our body's working, how our body is responding to these traumas and to these stressors. And, and I always say your biggest crisis reveals your greatest gift. I mean, it oh, is so true. So, so okay. True. So, so talk about some of the other digestive disorders yeah. that you may have and where they're coming from and what, you know, and then Ac- let's talk about what we can do about it. Yeah. 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 So, so then there's of course like acid reflux, right? So reflux is also like, if you think of just the manifestation of that condition, it's like us being unable to digest things downwards, right? Like that we're, 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 we're repelled by what we're consuming or our body isn't happy with it. Right. So we tend to get a re- regurgitation. So that's another aspect of being unable to digest what's coming at us from a uh, a spiritual and an emotional sense, right? And think about when it comes to betrayal, how, you know, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's why you're seeing this rampant within your, 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 your clientele and within your people, right? Like you're, you're going to be seeing all these adjustive conditions because it's all being unable to digest and unable to really absorb food. Right. And then, and it's the same thing, not being able to let go or the body's just overwhelmed in stress. And then you just have like explosive diarrhea and then Crohn's and colitis in those conditions, they just are, are the ultimate manifestation you know, uh, cancers within the digestive tract. Those are the long-term stress on the intestine that manifests in those conditions. Food sensitivities as well too. You know, when you're under uh, severe trauma and there's a lot of stress cortisol hormone flowing through the body, your guts tend to be a lot more leaky. They, it's actually a physiological mechanism. When cortisol hormone is is rampant in the body, your mm-hmm. gut barrier isn't isn't strong. So then you actually allow for more foods to pass through the gut barrier, and that causes more allergy and more more sensitivities to foods, etc. And right. meanwhile, you could be having the best diet ever, but you're the not getting a ever. bit of those nutrients. And you know, okay, so I'm I'm trying to get into the minds of my listeners now who are yeah. saying, well, what if it's it's just physical? It's just a physical thing. I mean, I just you know, my my mom had a bad digestive system, and so do I. What's, let's talk, let's talk about traumas. That. Traumas are multi-generational, right? Like traumas come from, we see many traumas as children, right? Within our parents and what our parents are experiencing. We transfer many of the traumas onto ourselves. How many times are we held back in our lives from, you know, other people's stuff, like what your mother had put on you or your father put on you or your dance teacher put on you. Or, you know, I have multiple examples of that within my life and we all have that, right? And then we carry that and that's not even who we are in this world. And of course it's going to matter 
manifest in the physical because there's no way that it cannot, right? If you don't feel good from a mental, emotional, spiritual level, and the, the place that it is going to manifest for you to wake up for your wake up call is going to be in your body. Like, so is it, right. Yeah. So is it always, and is there always an emotional component to a digestive issue? I am going to have to say, see, as an naturopathic doctor, when I do an assessment, I see people for an hour and I hear about it all. And to tell you the truth, like there is not one person who walks into my office who doesn't have some sort of emotional stressor. Maybe it's not a, a trauma as a betrayal, but for sure it's going to be, you know, stress in the workplace or, you know, trauma with their, with their colleagues at work. Like there's, there's always some sort of stressor that is aggravating, aggravating the digestive tract. So, and you know what, for some people, it, maybe it's not emotional stressor. It could be a very physical stressor. Like people say with celiac disease, you know, they have an autoimmune condition, which, you know, prevents them from being able to eat wheat. Right. So that, that in that case could be different, but there is always going to be an overimposing of emotions affecting it more because you can manage really well these conditions if you really target and are able to balance out the stress. Right. right. And that's really at the crux of it. It always is. There is that emotional component. And I guess by the time it manifests physically, it's yeah. been going on emotionally for a long time. A long time. Exactly. Because, you know, the body is very resilient and the body, you know, we can go in that fight or flight, you know, get out of the situation. Let's get out of this trauma. Let's survive. Right. Because for the longest period in time with, tra- with trauma, you're in a survival mode, mm-hmm. right? You're going in automatic and you're running, you're, you're trying to get away from your, <clears throat> your predator, so to say. And then eventually you need, if you, if you continue on that survival mode, which you won't for very long, because eventually the body, body can, can only take so much is that that's when the symptoms all manifest. And that's when we have to then shift into how are we going to thrive and get out of just the survive, right? Because life is not just only about survival. It is about thriving, right? And, and, and this, and it's so amazing because that, that survival stage, that's actually stage three of, of, you know, the five stages that were discovered in my study and yeah. stay there as long as they can. And yeah. um, I see this constantly because there are also so many benefits, small self benefits, ego benefits, yeah. stuck, right? You get somebody to blame. You don't have to do the hard work of rebuilding trust. You don't have to, you know, you have your story. There are, there are lots of benefits that you actually have to give up if you move out of that survival and cocoon yourself and right. Like it's, and, and people feel sorry for you and those, those things feel good for a period of, for quite a long time. Actually, we can definitely stay there for quite a long time. The key though is, is that that's not living, right? Like that is, that is a shell of who you are to become in this world. And, you know, we are each given a gift and our journeys is, is, is part of that, that gift. And we really need to embrace it and be in the present and realize that what has happened to us, those traumas really are gifts for us to evolve. And it's our mission in this world and it'll show us our purpose. And who are we to not give the world our what we're meant to do, right? Who are we to choose that for like the world? Like we were given these gifts. We have to use them. Like what if I had never decided to talk about stools and not teach people about stools and not teach people how they can, you know, fix their lives by addressing their stress state. And then, you know, looking at their stools as a way to know how stressed they are. Like who would I be if I would just just keep that to myself and not, not share it with the world. I'm going to be helping thousands and thousands of people. And every single one of your viewers and listeners is is in the exact same situation. We all have these gifts and we got to bring them out there onto the world and we have to own our thrones. That's it. Right. It's it's so true. And, and, And I really believe that when we've been hit with something and we've learned 
because of it or we feel because of it, who are we not to share it? I mean, that's just ripping people off and that's just being selfish. So same as you, Deb, right? Had you not gone through your traumas and had you not shared this with people and, and, and devoted your life, you know, to doing this and to improving the lives of people who have had trauma. Like, like, where, like, where would our world be? It would not be as good of a place as it is now with what you have to offer, right? Like, it's we have to be out there. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. let's so let's get real with this because here's yeah. what's going on. Someone is dealing with trauma. It's manifesting in all these digestive issues. They may want to heal, but they just don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about that. Yeah. So, so there's there's two prongs to this. Like on my first visits of patients, there's there's two things I get them to do. Number one is I, I ask them to start to become aware and take baby steps is to become aware as to what they are doing in the toilet, right? Like to find out what they are doing on their throne, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is to me, one of the number one measures of your health. And it can start to be that gauge or that oracle of what is happening within your system. Um, you know, whether from an emotional and a very physical level, you know, if you have days when you have too much diarrhea, you know, your, your stress levels are very high. Like that is my, my sign. You know, like if I start to get loose stools, it's, it's moving transiting too fast out of my body. My stress levels are way too high. So I need to reset. Right. Mm -hmm. So awareness is key. So I really like people to start to like learn what their stool is telling them. So I have some excellent, uh, little gifts to give people, um, legends of the throne, a little link to that, that we can offer you so that people can start to become aware of what is happening within their bowels and within their guts. Right. That's step one. Uh, we have to become aware and understand what does the constipation mean? What does the diarrhea mean? You know, what does a floater mean as opposed to a sinker, you know? So you have a floater and this actually happens to women within their forties, uh, white women more predominantly, uh, they tend to have really big problems with digesting their fats and absorbing their fats. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to trauma, fats are super important because fats help to reduce stress in our body and fats are what help things to flow well. Mm-hmm. So if you have emotions that are stuck and then you're going to be less resilient, you're going to be less flowing in all aspects, really it's important to have really good absorption of our fats in our diets. Plus it makes your nervous system more resilient and your stress systems balanced out better. Mm-hmm. So super important, little, just a little sign just from that watching to see, is my stool floating or is it sinking? If it's floating, you're not absorbing your fat well, and you could be deficient in certain digestive enzymes, and you could be having more stress sensations as well too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's another, another cool key factor. So number one is we've got to start to look at our stools and see what's happening. That's number one. Okay. Number two is, was there a tool or something that we can do to really start to improve our stress rapidly? Uh, and this is what, what was my biggest clincher for me because when I, I got really, really sick in naturopathic school, just the buildup of stress over time and I was doing everything right. Right. So I was, and there, you're going to have many other people doing this. They're taking the supplements, they're working on their mindset, they're exercising, they're doing, you know, all the things, eating a good diet, you know, they're, they're really working hard at this, but for some reason they still don't feel well. Right. And it's because the body is within that stress state and the sympathetic state. So one of the most incredible tools that I have found to be uh, super beneficial and every single one of my patients is doing it. Every single one of them. I don't, I actually like it's, I talk about it every single visit because I just find mm-hmm. it to be fundamental for overall health is the castor oil pack. Mm. And this pack is like an ancient remedy. It's a remedy that has been done in, in traditional Chinese medicine, uh, in Ayurvedic medicine for digestive disturbances. Um, it, it dates back castor oil to the to Egypt, Egyptian times, Mediterranean basin. Like it's just, it's, it's an eclectic therapy that has been around forever and will, will exist forever, especially if I have something to do with it. <laughs> you know yeah. And you know what I love about that? Because uh, someone like me, I, I like to, it's one thing to 
to um, think of something or try to be something, but just to give me something to do, I yes. can do that. And that's, that's so helpful. And I also love what you said about, you know, it, when you were, when you were in school, it's, it's wonderful when you're doing everything else. Cause then by process of elimination, you're like, okay, well, it's not the eating. It's not the exercise. It's not that right. it's gotta be something else. And let me look to see what it is. Bingo. And, and typically yeah. the, the missing key is always a stress, your, your nervous system, your automatic nervous system, the autonomic nervous system, where it's the stress and the, and the relaxed state, it's, you're running on overdrive in the stress state. And that's where castor oil packs are incredible because castor oil packs, their main thing, it's basically a cotton flannel. It's like a compress that you use and you pour castor oil on it, uh, two to four tablespoons of castor oil, and you place it on your liver and on your abdomen. And we wear that for at least an hour to overnight. And the key to it is this, it's multifactorial, is that when you put a compress on us or on, a, on the digestive tract, especially, um, you are stimulating and pressing the escape button from the stress state into the relaxed state. It's like an automatic. And how it's done is because you're stimulating nerves on the skin that target the parasympathetic ganglia. So it's super, it's super scientific. But bottom line is that when you put a pack on the abdomen, you actually you force quit all the blood to circulate to that area. And when we're in the relaxed state, all of our blood is, is rushing to our abdomen and our central organs, right? Because we're digesting, we're resting, we're absorbing, we're eliminating, all those processes are working well. When we're in the stress state, all of our blood is rushing to our extremities and to our head. And that is just basic physiology because if we're running away from a Tyrannosaurus Rex, as an example, right, we're in uh, circa Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. uh, what happens? We need to have blood flowing to our extremities, to our brain, to our, we got to run away. It's not going to be going to our digestive organs. And so that's also explains too why you feel so fatigued and you feel uh, foggy brain when you've had trauma for a very long time and a lot mm-hmm. of stress because, you know, things aren't processing out of the body properly. It's all getting stuck in the extremities, right? And in the brain. So then that way you feel foggy brained, your extremities are heavy, you feel like overall load in your system, right? And that's, that's a big reason why people feel such fatigue and such, such heaviness. So doing these castor oil packs on a regular basis basically retrains your body into getting into a relaxed state. And this has been key to in our practice because what, eventually I'm always teaching patients meditation. It's like my, mm-hmm. my, eventually they're going to learn that they're going to learn castor oil packs at the beginning. And then we're going to, you know, tweak diet, tweak supplements, you know, get their digestive system working well, but eventually we have to get into the meditation. So I found the castor oil packs to be an excellent gateway, especially for the busy frazzled woman, the, the rushing, 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 you know, trying to in that survival mode, right. Mm-hmm. Trying to just get through life to learn how to practice the pause and to learn how to integrate that into their lives. And on top of that, the castor oil pack has so many more benefits on a physiological basis. It reduces swelling in the abdomen, inflammation. So, you know, the weight that you may be carrying in your belly, it helps to reduce that. It also helps with, you know, uh, improving your detoxification and cleansing mechanisms. It helps to improve your microbiome, your good gut bacteria in your gut right? Like it just, it it helps to move your bowels. So if you are the constipated, it'll help to get that flowing. If you have too loose of stools, it regulates it. So it just has such overall incredible uh, functionality and it'll help you to digest and absorb all the food, the fantastic food, the supplements that you're taking. So it's a win-win, right? Like, and it's an easy, easy practice to do because I took a real- to wear it. I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's what I love about it. You just have to put it on. It's not like you have to learn yeah. something or. Oh yeah. Cause before the, the, the traditional castor oil pack was about a 12 step process. So what I ended up doing, because I was using this so much in practice and actually 
before practice, it was just for me. Like I had, uh, was it, uh, I mean, that's what selfishly things begin because you wanted for yourself, right? Um, I was, I was so sick in naturopathic school and everyone had been telling me about castro packs for years with my irritable bowel. And I just wasn't, I, I, I wouldn't do it because the steps were, were preventing me from doing it. Because think about it, when you're in that survival mode, the last thing you want to do is to do a 12 step thing to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing you want to do is one to two steps and that's it make it easy so I can achieve it and then I'll get it done. And then the more you do it, the more, the, the more you want to do it. Like for an example, you know, like last night I was getting ready to go to bed and I'm like, Oh, maybe I won't do my castor oil pack, but I'm like, Oh man, I feel just so good in the morning when I wear it to bed. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. You know, it just feels so good. You got to self-motivate yourself because we'll all have those periods of time. And, you know, I'm very patient with people. I tell them, I go, you know, it's not about perfection. We're not aiming to be perfect in our health practices, but we are about practicing them. And we, can you just walk around with it on too, or do you yeah. have to be sitting or, okay. Because yes, that's I, why you were kind enough. You sent me, um, you know, the, the pack and, and I, and I loved it, but I awesome. actually put a big sweatshirt on and then I was just sort of walking around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wherever you, wherever you want to yeah. do it. Like I, I go in phases where, you know, I, I'll wear them to bed. When I travel, I always wear them to bed because, you know, if we're at a conference, like it's mm-hmm. running around, we can't do that. So I'll, I'll wear them at bedtime. But oftentimes if I'm at home, I'll come back from yoga, I'll wear my castor oil pack, I'll sit down, I'll start my brain work time. Or if I'm, you know, having a, a digestively upset day, I'll actually wear my pack before my dinner. So that, that way my digestion is all relaxed before I go, I, I, I go and eat. Right. So it's, it's really cool. We also have, we've, I've also, I'm launching something called, uh, my grateful dung bracelets. Mm-hmm. So these grateful dung, it's kind of like based off of the grateful dead too, right? But mm-hmm. it's like, uh, they're, uh, for the third chakra and fifth chakra, your root chakra balancing stones. So it's mm-hmm. like tiger's eye, black onyx. And, and what it serves is as a practice for people before they're having a meal mm-hmm. to actually just take three moments and take, say three things that they're grateful for. Because gratitude is really good before you'd go and have uh, uh, food, right? Because it is a practice like in religious cultures, right? To say grace, which is very beautiful too, but not everyone is religious. But for those who are religious, grace is excellent, right? Mm-hmm. We use our grateful dung bracelets as a way for us to say three things that we're grateful for in our lives. So to just, to, just to calm down the system before we go and have a splendid meal. And gratitude is so healing anyway. So healing. It changes yeah. our perspective. I just want to get back to you. You mentioned meditation. Yeah. Is there a certain kind of meditation? Is it a guided meditation? meditation, a mantra? Yes. Is there one yes. that works better than another that you've seen? Yes. So, so I've actually created my own called the movement meditation and our, my book is launching in January uh, of 2020 for this. Um, and what we work with on our movement meditation is we start, we start with baby steps. So we begin with a castor oil pack to like kind of get you into getting into the relaxed state because so many of us don't even know what relaxed is. Like I was that case, right? Mm -hmm. I, I could not relax. I had to be doing something because if I wasn't doing something, I'd be cleaning, right? If I wasn't working, I'd be doing something right? Like or or eating or whatever. Right. So I had to learn how to be like, okay, with just sitting with myself. Right. And that's, that's step one, in my opinion, like you just got to sit with yourself. Like you have to understand how to do that. So that's where castor packs come in. Then it's breathing. We add in the breathing, inhale, exhale, and then we add in mantra. And the mantra is super simple. It's inflow, let go. Inflow all the goodness and wonderfulness that's out there in the world and let go of everything that is not serving you anymore, right? And you just think Oh, about I it. love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, simple inhale, and easy to do. Inflow, let go, exhale, inflow, let go, exhale, right? And then that just is simple to do. And then we, from there, actually make it in, we add in one little step, which is where we have people trace with their eyes the uh, heart that is uh, inverted. So two hearts, uh, the tips of the hearts are touching each other. And it basically is like 
uh, a figure eight. So, and then we mimic that on the body and we have people trace that in their mind's eye because when you get into a deep state of meditation, if you've been practicing meditation for years, once you get to about the 20, 30, 40 minute point, you actually start to go into rapid eye movement with your eyes. So by uh, working the, tracing this figure in your mind's eye, you can actually get into a deep dive meditation within, within less than 10 minutes so that your meditation and, doesn't need to be 40, 50 minutes. It can only be for 10 minutes. And, and it's the cool. eye movement sounds like EMDR, which for trauma is really helpful. Right? Yeah. So this, this, this is why I call it the movement meditation, because it's not only about having good bowel movements, but it's also about like, you know, let's start a movement for it to all own our thrones and to step into our lives and to, you know, break off those stressors and traumas that have been, you know, solidified in our minds and created those crypts in our neural, neural networks, right? Like let's, let's break those free. Let's, let's, let's do the, those rapid eye movements that really helps to reset our neurology, right? Because we, we do need to do it. And it, it, it what a life it is when you are free of those traumas that have either been superimposed from someone else or that have been created within your own mind's eye, mm-hmm. right? And to be able to break free from those through a series of practice of taking care, self-healing, you no know, castor oil packs, mindset, supplements, these things all play a role, right? We all have to do these, these things in order to move forward and then meditation, right? Like, but it's, it's baby steps for everyone. So anyone feeling overwhelmed, just take it one day at a time, right? We just have to start understanding what our body's saying to us first, right? Listen, Beautiful. let's listen. And then let's move on to babies, simple, gentle practices, step-by-step step, and be always gentle with yourself, right? Yeah. If you can't, you don't try for perfection. We always try for perfection. Let's just try for progress. Practice makes progress. Oh, I love that. And yeah. Dr. Marisol, any final words? I just want to say to your people, just hang in there and just take steps every day. Find the people who you resonate with. You're amazing, Deb. I want them all to know the, how incredible you are. You and I've had some great conversations and you know, it's like, it's like, this is such a, uh, I wish my mom would have had someone like you to be guided by right? Because it, it, it makes such an impact to have a good guide. And we all need guides. I have guides. You have guides. Mm-hmm. Every single person needs to have a guide and trust in your guide. Find the person who resonates with you. You know it in your gut because gut feelings do not lie. Mm-hmm. When you know it and you feel it, follow them because they will help you. And we all need that guidance. Absolutely. And nobody yeah. knows that better than Dr. Marisol. So thank yeah. you so much. Where can we learn more about you? Where do we go? Awesome. Awesome. So Instagram, I'm amazing at teaching and educating people at Instagram. I'm a free believer and giving tons of good information and golden nuggets as much as I can. So uh, at a queen of the thrones, that's my, my handle for Instagram, Facebook, of course, to Dr. Marisol, queen of the thrones online, uh, com, And then of course, we're going to be offering you some, uh, good, uh, little, uh, things that people can link up to. So legends of the throne. So you can start to understand what your stools are saying about you and connect with me, get on my newsletter. Cause then we can teach you all the things that you can do to really get your digestion reset. Beautiful. Dr. Awesome. Marisol, you, you helped so many people today. And for everybody listening, that gut issue is tied to that emotional issue yes. and there are ways to heal it. And like I said, nobody knows that better than Dr. Marisol. You so thank it. you so much. Lived it. We've lived it and we loved it and we've made it work for us. Right. <laughs> 
I just loved so many things about what Dr. Marisol said, and it's another example of how everything is intertwined. Your digestive issue is definitely showing up physically, but it started mentally and emotionally. Stay in touch with Dr. Marisol by going to drmarisol.com, and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. Your gut is your second brain, so the more you pay attention to it, the more you'll know how you may be handling your stress or possibly an unhealed betrayal that you thought you dealt with. Paying attention to your gut can get to the root of what still needs your attention. And by working on the emotional aspect, it's likely you'll clear up the physical aspect too. Are gut issues along with some other challenges preventing you from moving forward from your betrayal? See what symptoms are lingering by taking the quiz to see if you're struggling with post-betrayal syndrome. Find the quiz at pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. Breakthrough.